to the Rockman Show. It's time for Rockman to give his opinions, his views, and his thoughts on life and rock. So grab a beer, buckle in, and get ready to rock. running whatever uh by like a recycle bin trash can whatever in a neighborhood in which i do and uh think i've let people know what i do which is i run i run with uh run clubs they're all associated with breweries because we all know ragman likes to have a beer and uh the last few times it's been kind of odd because I run in different parts of the city, so one's like west of town, a couple are like midtownish, and one's near downtown. So the one in west of town is, well, let me straighten shit out here. You're over the fucking map. Dude, I didn't ask for your fucking opinion. Well, you're gonna get it. Get focused. Okay, I'm gonna get focused. Thank you. Who who made you the boss of me? Okay. Oh, okay. Well, I get that. I get that. So, anyway, uh, a lot of these routes with these breweries are a lot of them are like neighborhoods, which is kind of cool. I mean, if you live near a brewery and you want to get some exercise so you can drink beer and you can stay somewhat fit and not be a fat fuck, uh, that's what I do. That's what I do. I, I like that. I like the beer. I like the food. And I don't like to think about nothing. I was like, I want to be me. I want to do me. But I don't want to have to go buy clothes because I got so fat fucking eating whatever I want and drinking whatever I want. So I do what I want to do. And we know this. We all know this. Right? Somebody? Somebody help me here? I'm looking at that. I know you are, sir. But I'm not asking. I'm asking the fans. I'm asking the people that want to hear me spew shite every week. It's shite. It's shit. <laughs> I can agree with you, but it's shit. Why, why do I even... Okay, never mind. I signed a bad deal. We all know this. So anyway, I'm all over the map. So anyway, there's like... The breweries are in neighborhoods generally and then these routes that we run with. So we run a 5K and then we drink beer. But... The things you see 
on the street. It's not it's not like going to the gym and you got your characters and stuff like that, but you can walk by certain areas and there's like smells and there's odors and you're like, what happened there? Um, so I'm with my girl and uh, we're running by a couple trash bins and we're both looking at each other like, what the fuck happened there? Something happened and that little bin that is not right and it was full i swear to god it smelled like body parts it smelled like a dead body i don't know if it's a dead animal a dead person i don't know what happened it just it was fucking foul and how does that work i mean what are you gonna throw away that smells that bad uh, maybe it's spoiled meat or it could be a body do you think when the trash guys come to pick up trash, they're like, whoa, something's foul there. Maybe we should call the police and see what's going on in those bags. Or do they just throw it in a little thing and forget about it? I don't know. I, I, I could never be a trash guy because the, the odor's got to be fucking foul. People are fucking gross. They are. I try to be a good guy. I try to like double bag shit if it stinks. It's like old food or whatever. I double bag it though in the trash. Because the odor's going to be bad, right? And plus, there's fucking raccoons around here. I live in the suburbs and there's fucking raccoons. Sorry, got upset. But I had a raccoon go into my former residence and fucking tear shit up. Shit. And then just wreck shit. And then went to my neighbor's house and fucking died his wall. They, why are raccoons here? I don't know. I don't know. I'm all, all sorts of tangents tonight. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, I tell you what. So I started the show with... Uh, and I, I, know you're, I, know, I know what you guys are thinking. You're like, okay, this was Genghis and Ragman. This is like metal... Hard rock, all this stuff. And this guy, Ragman, what has gone wrong with him? Is it a phase? Or what's going on with this music he's playing? So, and I had, hey, a guest on the show. He was like, I don't know if I get the music you're playing, but the Jeff Beck last week, spot on. Spot on. But this other stuff, I don't know. I don't know. So, that was Good Charlotte. And that song was called The Anthem. Uh, I think it came out early 2000s. I don't know. I did do the research. I just like it. I like when it gets to the chorus and there's like a little harmony vocal thing going on. And it's you know, punky and stuff like that. And I kind of dig that stuff, man. It's what I've talked about since I've been doing the show on my own. Where I like these bands. It's just like fun. They're a little bit younger. and They, they have the energy when they go play live. And that's what I'm going to do next week. I'm going to see a lot of music next week, and I'm really excited about it. i got like three shows. So I got one on uh, Monday, which is uh, We Came as Romans. And I've seen them a few times. We played Plague uh, a few weeks back. And I hope you dug that, because just really good, heavy. And then they got the kind of more melodic stuff. But there's a band that I saw, I want to say I saw back in uh, Dallas, probably four or five months ago with my friend Haley. Uh, she and I, she's like, it was so cool. Cause so I met this girl at So What, and it was just the most random fucking thing. I'm with my buddy Shelby, 
And I was like, what time does this band come out? Because fuck, I don't know, man. I don't have the list. And I see this really pretty girl with tattoos all over her. And I'm like, hmm, I'm going to go talk to her. I'll be right back. So I go talk to her. And I said, hey, when did so-and-so play? She goes, I don't know. I think they play here. Hold on. Let me look on my phone. She looks it up on her phone. She goes, are you going? I said, yeah. She goes, I'll meet you out there. What's your number? I was like, all right. She goes, what's your name? I was like, Ragman. She goes, really? That's your name? I was like, well, yeah. And she goes, I said, what's your name? She goes, Haley. So we exchanged numbers. Long story short, three-day festival. We became friends. And now we see shows together when I go to Dallas. So, uh, uh, like I said, you know, four months ago, whatever. She's like, do you know Era? I was like, no. She goes, they're playing Dallas. I was like, fuck, dude. I'm going to be in Dallas for a business thing. But in the evening, I'm free. I could go do this. I said, let me check out a song. And if I like it, I'm there. Checked out a song. I'm like, fuck. All right, I'm in. I think this singer is also in a band called, fuck, what are they called? July in Texas or Texas in July or something like that. Where they're fucking brutal. They were so what? And uh, it's kind of a clean vocal, heavy vocal thing. And I'm going to play you a song. Uh, I played you some We Came as Romans uh, a little bit ago, uh, a couple shows back. So this time you're going to get some era. This song is called From the Ghosts. Again, I like this vibe of the younger bands, the energy. Uh, it's a mix of really heavy stuff mixed with a melodic side. And I like that. I really like that. I mean, being an old school guy that grew up in, with early metal, where it was a lot more melodic. And then the, the heavy shit came out, you know, when, you know, the big four. And even before them a little bit. But, you know, Metallica comes out with... Uh, kill them all and again that was probably one of the heavier things that anybody had ever heard at the time and then you had slayer and then you had like exodus she had anthrax she had all these bands uh popping up and you're like fuck what just happened here there's all this great heavy music 
and it's it's some of it's got melody some of it doesn't have the real melody or melodic aspect to it it's more of just like, and, and then it got heavier from there you got the swedish death metal you got the norwegian death metal um uh, you got you know u.s you know extreme metal so you got all this really heavy shit but uh i don't know if it's from when i grew up or it's just what my ear catches but i always want some melody in my music i want something more melodic uh, but I like the heavy part of music where it gets you, you're really banging your head or just really intensified, right? Uh, I don't know if you remember the song I played by I Prevail a few shows back, but there's that one part where it, it's kind of, it's weird. That song's really weird because there's a lot going on. There's a little rappy section, a little melodic section, and then the one section that gets fucking intense and there's that rip that's so fucking nasty. Every time I hear it, I fucking start running faster. I fucking love that shit, man. I do. I do. So, um, anyway, let's talk about something stupid I saw today. And I don't know if any of you guys would even buy into this. And I want to talk a little bit about this. It's, it's a bigger picture. So, Def Leppard, you know, right around the corner is Valentine's Day. And I get wanting to market shit, sell stuff, all that jazz. But uh, in this day and age, would a band that's been around since 1980-something need to sell Valentine's cards? I mean, are you going to go buy a Valentine's card with Joe Elliott from 1983 and give it to your loved one? I don't think so. I don't. Maybe the hardcore people are like, oh, fuck, that's a great idea. I looked at it, I was like, what the fuck? I mean... Kiss the stupid shit, but Valentine's cards from Def Leppard? Fucking A. Who's gonna fucking buy that? Gotta sound like fucking Eddie Trump. Fuck. It ain't here. That fucker, I signed a contract that said that cock could not come on our show. you Eddie fuck you in the place you came from John shut off the fucking mic now or you're done sir I I was hope I mean I need Genghis back to just kind of help with the nonsense that goes on up there he had a better relationship with McCheese than I did so long story guys that are just tuning in to the ragman show there's a whole backlog we did this shit for 16 years so when you hear people pipe it in, they've been doing this with us for a bit, and there's a whole backstory. So you got some homework to do. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but no, I just I you know I I get trying to make a buck, but that one was one of the crazier, stupider things are that I've seen in a long time that a band, especially a band that's been around so long as Def Leppard, is you know I think they do well. I mean they did the stadium tour last year with crew poison and joan chet and you would think they made a ton of cash on that i i think i saw some of the numbers they were raking in a lot of bread and uh here we go again in 2023 i guess there's the new tour where it's just uh, i think molly crew and def leppard there's probably an opener at some point and i guess they're going to alternate on nights is it a stadium tour i don't think so but i don't know 
Uh, oh, actually, there is an opener. I know the opener because this is the reason I'm thinking about going. Um, Alice Cooper is going to open the show. And the reason I've seen Alice a bunch of times. But in normally, I would tell you this. I'm going to be totally honest. It's not Motley Crue's got John Five playing guitar in place of Mick Mars because Mick can't do it right now. He can't tour. I'm not the biggest John Five fan. Okay, I hear you out there. Don't boo at me, sir. I'm just not a fan. I, I think he's overrated. I've heard some of his solo stuff. It doesn't get me wood. Uh, I mean, if you like him, great. Would he add to the crew? Maybe. I mean, if it were my choice, I would say DJ Ashba that plays with Nikki in 6 a.m. And I'm not a 6 a.m. fan. But DJ Ashba, I saw him play with Bullet Boys years ago. He guy's a fucking monster. I saw him play with Guns N' Roses, too. A monster. But John Five? I don't know. He did the one David Lee Roth record. Okay, whatever. He plays with Rob Zombie. I think he played with Manson, too. But what did he do with them? So it's like, oh, dude, don't don't judge him because he, he, he can't play his style in those bands. Then why is he in the fucking bands? To make money. Good. I get it. Whatever. But I've heard the solo stuff. It just, I don't know. It's generic. It's kind of boring. Will he do a good and crew? Probably so. It could, could he jazz up a solo that uh, fucking Mick Mars did? I'm sure. Mick's not the greatest guitar player in the world. He wrote some good riffs. No hate on Mick. I mean, for Molly Crew, he was great for Molly Crew. Do you want to put a guitar star? I guess he's like, I guess, revered as some sort of guitar god. I just don't get it. I'm not a big Satriani fan either. You know, when he got together with like uh, Sammy Hagar, the chicken foot, I was like, not excited. You got Neil Sean back and did like an HSA, HSA is saying, I'm fucking in. I am in 110% because I love Neil Sean. I love the way he plays. So great. Satriani, again, just, just not my thing. But that said, I am getting so fucking thirsty. Mr. G, please help me out, sir. I just came back from Denver, and Denver for me is a treat. I love going to Denver because, you know it, beer. There's always great beer in Denver, and some of my favorite breweries are there. But, I mean, in Houston, I'm blessed to have great breweries here, too. Uh, But Denver, forget about it. It's just stuff, I guess, here you're spoiled. If you're in a city with great breweries, you're at those breweries, if you're a beer drinker, I would say 
you know, you'll hit at least one or two of them at least a couple, two or three times a month. And being in run clubs like I am, I'm there weekly when I'm not traveling for work. So I, I'm, I'm spoiled with the beer here. I do it, and it's like, whatever. So if I go to another city and they have really good breweries, I'm like, fuck, dude. I get so excited. I was like, please, 5 o'clock, get here soon. I want to go hit breweries and have some beer, some really good beer. So that's what I do when I go to Denver. And one of these breweries, actually the brewery tonight, they're in Greeley, Colorado. And they're called Wellworks. And they are one of my favorite breweries in the U.S. for sure. Um, so this one I've never had before. And I've never had this style. It's an IPA, as you guessed. We all know this. We know what he likes. But this is a hot honey IPA. So it's uh, brewed with honey. I talked to... Uh, one of the cats up there that uh, tends beer. And basically they were saying, yeah, this is really cool because it's really infused with honey. It's a hazy, but there's peppers. So it's like hot on the end. So the can is really cool. It looks like a honeycomb with that's like, like yellow colored up top. And then it gets really, really red towards the bottom. So I'm like, fuck yeah, man. So basically it says hazy India pale ale with hot honey. So I'm excited to try this. Uh, let's do uh, the pour here. There's head, there's lacing, sicking on the glass. Uh, going to the monkey lamp here, very, very cloudy. So it's uh, a nice orangey, peachy colored beer, which could be even honey colored, if you will. So let me do a little whiff here, a little aroma. You can smell the honey. You don't smell the pepper. It smells good. So, uh, appearance is a four. Uh, smell, I go three and a half, four-ish. It's close. It's really the taste at the end of the day of where you give a beer a four or three and a half or whatever you want to do. So, let's try this here. A little clinkage. Hmm. Interesting. It's not as... I was hoping for a lot of honey on the palate, but yeah, I'm getting a little bit. Man, the fucking aroma is amazing on this thing, though. I mean, right when you're taking it up to take a drink, you're like, fucking hey, dude. I think I got a little wood. Oh! Hmm. It's a little watery. It's not quite as thick and creamy. There's a little creaminess to it, a little sweetness from the honey. I don't taste the pepper at all. Uh, so, well works, you've done well, but I'm gonna give you a three and a half. So, John, will you kick off some Titus with Kelly Quinn from Screaming with Sirens, please, sir? Good again. Are you telling me to bite down, sink in, deal the current on the inside and swim? I don't wanna be a loose end, worst friend. It's just easier to know what you're thinking. Let's pour gasoline on the fire, watch it burn to flames. Pull my fucking heart out, leave it right next to your grave. Your health, baby, we can 
The Genghis the Ragman show, as you know, is more hard rock heavy metal. The Ragman show is more, I'm going to play whatever I want to want or listen to, just because I like this. And I want to introduce you guys into some other stuff, and hopefully it catches on with you. So, the last song I just played was called Gorgeous Disaster with Titus, or it's by Titus, but uh, also had a guest, Kellen Quinn, from Screaming with Sirens. And just a killer tune dude I, I like that the pairing so kellen does a lot of guest stuff he did something with i think uh machine gun kelly and some other artists and stuff like that so the guy's got a unique voice really high pitched uh screaming of sirens they're so cool saw them last year very very cool band so i really dig them a lot man um but anyway let's talk about something else weird uh that happened this week that's really odd. And I always, I kind of questioned bringing this up, but I was like, it's odd. I wonder if anybody else goes through this. So I don't know if this is like an old man thing or what, but I'm kind of sitting down and I'm really sweating. It's kind of chilly here. It, I it fucking come from Denver. It was fucking 32. And this doesn't happen every day. So don't judge. Don't judge. That's all I ask. Um... You ever have your asshole like stick to your underwear and you didn't shit yourself? John, you should. We wear jock. You would never feel that. Oh, dude, is it brown? Because you shit yourself, sir. It's not really shitting yourself if you shot yourself. Just a little bit comes out. Okay. So anyway. Isn't that weird? I, I think it's like, you could call it swamp ass. I think we all get a little bit of swamp ass from time to time, right? People? Anybody? Why are there crickets here? Why are there fucking crickets? I don't know. I don't even know why I wanted to bring that up. I just thought that was fucking weird. It's like, I didn't shit myself, but my ass is sticking to my underwear. I don't get it. It's weird. Oh, well. Anyway, I, that said, I think I should play more music because... Why don't we play something heavy? And I want to get into this a little bit before we shut down the show tonight. Uh, this band's very interesting to me. I've been a fan for a long time. I dropped out, but I think I'm going to be a fan again. So let's play a little bit of In Flames. They got a brand new song called Meet Your Maker. <laughs>
that? How about that? Fucking A, dude. I love it a lot. Okay, I don't know how many people out there know In Flames, uh, but uh, they start off by a really, I wouldn't say, kind of a death metal band, but they had a uh, melodic edge to them where they kind of brought in, it was like, we're going to be a death metal band, we're going to bring in the element of melody to balance out the heaviness of the death metal vibe that we're doing. And they were more growly with the vocals and stuff like that in the beginning. Anders Friedrich uh, was really... And then he decided to be bringing kind of a cleaner vocal. Uh, I think it started on Colony. And then after uh, Clayman, it hit. They had some singles. And it went more and more and more. So they're a band that... Uh, Colony, Clayman, they did those two records. I saw them in some of the really, really great live shows. And I love the blend of... It kind of brought back 80s hard rock, but with a metallic edge like nobody's business with what they were doing. And this is in the 90s, early 2000s stuff, where there wasn't a lot of that going on. At that time... You know, in the 90s, grunge pretty much killed everything. So anything metal you wanted to hear was basically, the only way you could get it was overseas. So Europe stayed strong, Japan, get the imports out of there. But in the U.S., it was just a dead scene for the most part. I mean, you could see these bands that played arenas back in the day playing small clubs, which was kind of sad. And a lot of those guys at that point, it just... It's sad, man. You wonder, you almost wonder if like Grunge didn't kill bands like Warrant and Janie Lane, would he still be alive today? The guy had a great voice. And a lot of guys that came from that scene that just, I, I think they turned to drugs, alcohol, and stuff like that. Their lives just went to shit. And it's sad, but I mean, they didn't save their money and they had bad habits. Hey, it is what it is. So the guys like Vito brought up playing guitar in White Lion. Because an IT guy, he's successful, doing well. Uh, and those, some of those guys found other alternatives of work other than just music. Um, but, sorry, went off on a tangent there. So, back to Inflames, so. Um, they went off on this tangent where they got into more of a new metal vibe. Which, I don't think they really caught their stride so much. I think the music changed too much to keep me as a fan. As a hardcore early guy, uh, of you know, the, the the albums I love, I just mentioned two of them, plus one called Horacle. Horacle was amazing too. Um, but I mean, they had certain songs here and there where I was like, ah, okay, I dig that. Uh, that album, ah, okay, that's cool. See them live, they're still good live, but I just kind of checked out, uh, like I do with some of the the, the older bands that I used to listen to. But this new song, it kind of recaptures a bit of the older vibe that they were doing on the three records I mentioned and brought it up to date with their newer style they had been doing. So I have a lot of hope for the band. If, if it's, if Meet Your Maker is any sign of what the rest of the record's going to be, I definitely would check it out. So they grabbed my attention again. And plus, it doesn't hurt that they have Chris Broderick playing guitar uh, opposite of Bjorn Gelate now. So 
That's a good little guitar duo there, I gotta say. I gotta say. It's pretty sharp, man. I was watching the video, I was like, that's fucking Chris Broderick. When'd he get there? So, I'm not sure how long he's been in the band. And if you're not familiar with Chris, he was in Jack Panzer and Megadeth for a little while. And Dave Mustaine's such a prick, he decided to leave. No, I don't know. He is a, well, Mustaine is a prick, but uh, I'm not sure if that's why Chris left. Anyway, guys, I want to thank you for listening again to me rant on. There's no guest this week. There's no interview this week. It's just me. You got all me this week. I know you're applauding by your computer, in your car. You're like, oh, thank you, Ragman. Thank you for giving me just a little piece of you this week. You got a lot of me. I'm sitting here bare naked. <laughs> I am. I'm naked. I'm not playing with myself. But I'm here naked. Just showing myself to you. And I hope you enjoyed it. But I want to play you one more song. Uh, I'm going to have a guest on here in a few weeks. My boy Adam. And we're going to talk Devin Townsend. A lot of Devin Townsend. That's his favorite fucking band. So I was checking out Devin's, one of his newer songs. Uh, this one's called Heartbreaker. Get some Devin Townsend. I got so much love after the Tracy G show. Uh, my heart's melting over here. I really am. I, I'm so thankful that you guys take a few minutes out of your day to listen to me. And it's, it's fucking awesome, man. And to get a little bit of kudos here and there makes me so happy. And makes me want to do it more. So, again, I hope you like what I'm doing. Uh, if you have comments, uh, I'm on uh, fucking Instagram 
RTR, Ragman, uh, DM me, say, I love it, I hate it, do this, do that, the other thing. Uh, or you can get me at the, uh, the right to rock at gmail.com. So, guys, thank you. And I'm going to give you one big hold up.